live. We are heading out to Honolulu, Hawaii right now for one of our very favorite segments. We're joined with KHNL's Jonathan Sapi. Today we're talking unraveling your traveling. Welcome back, Jonathan. news live mahalo i'm so honored to be a part of it with you yay thank you so much i'm actually now realizing i'm going to need to uh learn some of the great uh greetings you know with your mahalo there so yeah absolutely we'll get you there okay all right so today we are talking lots of great topics for traveling start let's start off with um increasing refund protection out there for travelers. What is that all about? This is big, big news in the world of travel. Let me start off by telling you this. Get this, consumer complaints to the Department of Transportation rose sevenfold in the year 2020 compared to the pre-pandemic year before. 87% of those complaints we're about refunds. So now the Department of Transportation is proposing some new rules. They just announced this. It would require airlines to give refunds if their departure or arrival times change by three hours or more for domestic flights or at least six hours for international ones. Refunds would also be due if the airline changes the passenger's departure or arrival airport add stops to their itinerary or cause, quote, a significant downgrade in the travel experience if the type of plane is switched out. The rule would also apply. This is really cool. This would also apply for travelers who get those non-refundable tickets, which I do all the time. Those are really popular with leisure travelers like myself. And you know what? Just into the newsroom today, we just heard from the Department of Transportation Secretary. He was on CNN. I'm going to play out just a little bit of that interview. This latest news is about a new role, rule that we're proposing uh, that would expand passenger rights to things like refunds when your flight gets uh, uh, delayed or when you have an extreme delay or some other change to the itinerary that really changes the whole experience, uh, moving you to a different kind of plane or, or changing which airports you're, you're going to, making sure passengers are protected. Now, the way rulemaking works, uh, we, I don't just get up in the morning and, and sign it. We take input. We want to make sure that we're being thoughtful. And so right now, if you have input on this proposed rule, there's a, uh, there's a window to make your voice heard uh, at the Department of Transportation website. And of course, we're continuing to assess other measures that we can take to improve the passenger experience. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg there. He's talking about that window of time you can sound off that's taking place right now. That's going to last for 90 days. And get this as we take a live look outside at Reagan National Airport. I wanted to tell you this fact fact I found this morning. The tracking site FlightAware says about 40,000, 40,000 U.S. flights have been canceled since Memorial Day. So those refunds, a lot of people probably looking for those with that many number of flights canceled since Memorial Day. I love the fact that they're starting to understand that um, we need some flexibility out there. And it's great to see programs like this being right? being instated. Um, especially 40,000 flights. Incredible. Yeah, it's not a for sure thing. Again, this is proposed rules. So we have that 
sort of that Q&A comment period that's going on. There's a number of meetings also planned in the near future. So we'll see how it all unfolds. But I think the momentum is there to make it happen. At least the discussions have begun. <laughs> all right, moving on to another topic. Yeah. Today, if you are a fan of national parks, it is your day. Talk about National uh, Parks Free Day. I get to say, yeah, we just said one of my favorite words when it comes to travel, free. <laughs> yes, yes, it's free day. So if you have a little bit of window of daylight left there on the mainland, I believe, so you have time to get out there and explore those national parks for free. That's exactly what our morning show reporter Casey Lund has been doing. I want to play out a bit of his report he just filed. Hey, guys, good morning. Of course, uh, visitorship took a really steep dive in 2020 because of the pandemic. Those numbers are starting to climb back up, though. And I want to tell you, nationwide, 4 million people visited national parks, spending around $438 million. Here in Hawaii, I want to break down some of the numbers at our top three national parks. So in 2021, uh, at Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, they had about uh, 1.3 million visitors. They spent around $117 million in the area. Uh, there were 1.2 million visitors at the World War II Valor in the Pacific National Monument sites. Uh, they spent here on Oahu actually more than on the Big Island, of course, that makes sense, 223 million. Finally, out on Maui, 853,000 visitors at Haleakala National Park, spending around $61 million. The National Park Service Director Chuck Sam said recently that they're happy to see so many visitors returning to these iconic parks. And of course, today is National Park Free Admittance Day. It's one of the few times out of the year that you can get into national parks absolutely free of charge. This time it's because uh, the uh, Great American Outdoors Act was passed. This is the anniversary. So there's a lot of reasons to celebrate. Now that the sun's gone down, I don't know if John can, we wanna pan around and show you just how many visitors guys are already lined up for the USS Arizona Memorial. They're heading out there this morning and it's a beautiful day for it. Back to you. Casey Lund there filing that report. I was just at one of our national parks this past weekend, the Volcanoes National Park, beautiful, beautiful national park there on the island of Hawaii. And it was really cool because I was just ta talking to people and I ran across a family uh, from Wisconsin, I believe they were from. And they were telling me about another cool program of how they got into the national park for free. And it's the free for all fourth grader program. So if you have a child in fourth grade, you can go to the national parks website, sign them up and they get a pass for the entire year. It really exposes them to the national parks. It lets them get out there. And the really cool thing about it, if that kid gets that pass, everyone in their car gets in for free. So another way you can get into those national parks for free without just using today as your excuse. That is an awesome benefit. It also kind of already provides you a travel opportunity. No matter where you're going on vacation, you can always find some sort of national park. That's a great benefit. Yeah. All right. I'm all about so, it, for yeah. Sure. So recently, um, I went on vacation with my family. Uh, one of the things that I like to choose to stay are Airbnbs. Talk to us about the latest with Airbnbs. Is that still a thing or am I really old and antiquated? <laughs> no, Airbnb is booming to say the least. The company said this week that it has confirmed nearly 
104 million bookings during the three-month period that ended in June. That's a new quarterly high and a 24% hike from the same period in 2019 prior to the pandemic. Thanks to the rise in reservations, Airbnb collected $2.1 billion. That's billion, and it made a profit of a record-setting $379 million. $379 million for that June quarter. Analyst says... Analysts say this shows that the travel sector is really showing some signs of recovery, and we're seeing that all over the place. So, yeah, where'd you stay at in an Airbnb? Where, where, where was I your was vacation? in Destin, Florida. So we were actually about a block or so away from oh, the awesome. beach. It was gorgeous. So I was probably yeah. part of that billion yeah, yeah, me too. I stayed in the Airbnb this past weekend as well. I love that option out there as well for traveling. And it's all about the host, right? I love it when I get a great Airbnb host. It sort of gives you insights to the sites and places to visit. Um, it was a lot of fun. I stayed like uh, in a glamping experience uh, that was just literally across the road from Volcanoes National Park. And it was so convenient. And the host was great. That's awesome. I like that it makes you kind of feel like you're at home, even though you are traveling. That's one of my favorite perks of of an Airbnb. Totally. All right, so moving on to our final topic for today. There is a new position coming with Hotels.com. Tell us all about that. All right, so let's see. Maybe we could team up and apply for this together okay so yeah hotels.com is looking to hire what it calls a retro beach motelier yeah so here's what the gig's all all about it involves visiting sites of the website's 10 best retro beach motels across america and here's a few pictures of some right now it also involves taking pics for future generations it says with a classic Polaroid camera. No iPhones here, folks. It is the 50s vibe. It's all about that. To really get into the flashback feel, the website says you'll also get old old school accessories like SPF zinc. That's that sunblock that was really, really white. Uh, striped umbrellas, vintage sunnies, a cooler, and even a AM, FM radio to enjoy some tunes. Uh, you'll also get $10,000 to help cover the expenses and a $5,000 salary. Yes, so they say you'll also probably want some beachside retro snacks like saltwater taffy, frozen custard, or a snow cone or something like that. You have until tomorrow to apply for this job. And I love mid-century hotels like this. The old-school roadside hotels, those Route 66 vibes, Palm Springs loaded with these hotels even some here in waikiki you can find some really cool mid-century designs of those retro hotels and they're paying pretty well well too to just go on vacation so it might be worth a shot to apply oh i love all the mid-century like mid-century modern mid-century actually mid-century stuff that's yeah reminding me of my childhood too with my grandma you know with saltwater taffy and stuff like that so i think we may need to cut this now because I need to go get online and apply. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You only have until Friday for that dream job application to get in. Sounds like so much fun. As always, thank you so much, Jonathan. Lots of great tips helping us to 
unraveling, our traveling, and uh, we wish you well and uh, look forward to the next time we talk to you. Yep, mahalo and welcome. All right. Thank you so much, Jonathan.